Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and pick winners. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on a 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an All-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Chicago Sports Betting Show. Touchdown, Ohio State. There are some folks who are celebrating and others who are saying, you've got to be kidding. You kind of know what I'm thinking about. Over or under? Under would be the key word. Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Saturday mornings on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. Are you not in a great mood? Dreary outside, dark, rainy. But think about what we just had. It is nearly 100 degrees warmer, according to the wind chill, than it was earlier this week. And it's Super Bowl Day. Joe Ostrowski with you for three hours up until noon. Then Anthony Heron and Mark Grody step in. Our Westwood One coverage starts at 3 o'clock. And, of course, you could hear the big game, Patriots-Rams, right here on Sports Radio 670, the score. Doing this show called Early Odds. I've been doing it for about a month, if you have not heard it, on Saturday mornings leading into Inside the Clubhouse. It airs Saturday mornings, 8.30 to 9 a.m. And, of course, the podcast is always up on 670thescore.com if you want to check that out. What a weekend. Super Bowl weekend, always a lot of fun. You're probably going to run to a lot of friends, a lot of family. You don't get to see a ton. Gambling, gambling, that's what we're here to talk about. I noticed a lot of other people also had the – Daddy-daughter dance over the weekend, so it was great. What a great time. What a day to be alive. Eli, do you have all your bets in? Eli Hershkovich on the other side of the glass. Some know him as a great producer of Hit and Run. It does feel like Hit and Run. It's 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning, and I'm talking into a microphone. It's been a while (laughs) since I've been over here. Um, And Eli is also listed as one of the top 50 gambling follows on Twitter in the world. Congratulations, Eli. You're number one, man. That's what matters. It is not a it's not order. But I was number one on the list. Same. My name was mentioned first. So that's fine. All right. A lot of stuff planned. You guys are going to hear from some really intelligent voices that guess bet on sports for a living. Coming up at 920, John Murray from the Westgate. He's the director over there. He's got some great info on the prop bets. What the sides, what the sharps are betting on. I mean, they have over a thousand ways to bet on this game. He'll tell us which props the sharp betters picked out. Kelly in Vegas, Kelly Stewart at 940. 10 o'clock, Blackjack Fletcher. Won't want to miss that. He's loads of fun from the Action Network. At 1020, another bookmaker, Jason Symbol over at CG Technology. 1040, 
You don't know what to bring to the party you're going to? You, you can't show up empty-handed. Well, the I'm Fat podcast will drop by and let you know, give you some ideas. If you haven't gone to the store yet, I know some people are running around, scurrying around this morning. Uh, and that's not even that last minute. Because if you're like me, you're going to go to the store on the way to the party. The fellas will give you some ideas. 11 o'clock, the legend from the Dan Patrick Show, Shay and Irving. I'll be honest, I had to record it ahead of time just to be secure. I want to have this job. I want to be doing updates tomorrow morning uh, for the Mullion Haw Show and Bernstein McKnight Show. Some editing that had to be done. Eli said it was one of the greatest, how'd you put it? Greatest, the most comical, the best of the best. Oh, all of it. All, all really? of the combined. Really? Okay. Okay. Shane Irving, 11 o'clock. 11.20, Dustin Rhodes from the Mullion Haw Show. Um, Kevin was making fun of me for putting Dustin on, but Dustin lives for this day, lives for it. And he spent the last two weeks just going over each and every prop that is available. And 11.40, another bookmaker to wrap up the show. He's going to join us live from Vegas, Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Casino in South Point. So he will be joining me all right here on 670 The Score. Guys, I, I know three hours is a lot of time, long time to get away from the fam. I get it. So we're going to podcast this show as quickly as possible. It'll be posted on 670thescore.com and on my feed on, under Early Odds. You can find that on iTunes and all of your favorite podcast platforms. Now, the big news going on in Vegas as far as this game goes. I'll get to my picks coming up, and I'll be talking about them throughout. But the big news is about the big bets. So later in the week, MGM received a seven-figure bet. That bet was on the Patriots at minus two and a half. What the better did is they rolled over their winnings from the AFC Championship game. So we're talking about a million-dollar bet on the Patriots. The South Point also took a bet, according to Chris Andrews, a bookmaker over there, for $220,000 at the Patriots minus 2.5. Enter better X. Don't know his name. Don't know his whole story. But once in a while for these huge events, he, t- he makes the flight out to Vegas and he places these massive wagers. Better X was back in action yesterday. Here's what Better X did. Went to the MGM. Bet $2 million on the Rams to win. $2 million, Rams plus 120 to win $2.4 million. Drove over to William Hill. Bet $1.5 million on the Rams to win also plus 120. That means a $1.5 million bet would win $1.8 million. Then had a few bucks left over, drove to the tip of the strip, went to the South Point, $300,000 bet, Rams plus 120 again to win 360. So Better X has wagered $3.8 million on the Rams to win tonight. Woo! I'll tell you. There are a lot of props that I like, and I'm going to bet on the game on the side, but I don't feel as strong as better X. I prefer most of the props that I'm taking a look at, which is in the 10 to 20 range. I prefer a lot of those props to the sides. Now we'll get to the breakdown and all that stuff, but man, is better X sold on the Rams. Now last time, better X made some big time dough on Vegas, so just keep that in mind. And William Hill where he placed one of those big bets. It's great publicity for these sports books too. Keep that in mind. Now, they're all 
begging for more attention because it's a game. So they want to be in the headlines. There's more competition out there everywhere, including offshore. But William Hill has been criticized a lot in the past because they ban betters. And people are very upset about that. If you're a winning better, a big-time winning better, a lot of times William Hill is going to shut you out. So not a lot of people out in Vegas, at least the sharp betters. They are not fans over at William Hill. So throughout the show, I'm going to have guests in every segment after this one. But they're not going to take up the entire segment. So I, I want to work in your questions. I want to work in your phone calls as well. 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. Taking text messages at 67011. 67011. You can also tweet me at Joe0670. At Joe0670. In addition to your questions or even your strong opinions that I can react to, I want to hear what you're doing at the party as far as betting. What else? We all know about the squares. And I don't love squares. There's no handicapping there. And it's just random luck. Now, it gets everybody involved. That is fun. Uh, Strip cards, same deal. You fill out the 10 lines, and then you reveal the numbers for each quarter or for the end of the game. Those are fun, too. But I want to know what you guys are doing. What's different about the party that you go to, to enhance the experience for everybody involved, even those that aren't big sports bettors, aren't the biggest sports fans, because that's what's so great about the Super Bowl. It brings everybody in. Early odds, Joe Ostrowski with you. We're here until noon on Sports Radio 670, the score. Now, I mentioned I'm going to bet the game. I will bet the game because I feel like you have to just wager on this game because it's a Super Bowl. Here's the thing. Now, there were multiple shops that had... Patriots minus three this week. We are down to one place that I found. One. It's online. Bovada is the only place, a very public place, meaning a lot of your average bettors go to Bovada. Everywhere else, all the sports books in Vegas, all the sports books I've heard in New Jersey, every other offshore website is sticking to the Patriots minus two and a half. And the books are Rams. Fans today, they want the Rams to come through. So it's fascinating to me that they are taking this stand. Instead of risking getting sided, meaning the number falls on three today and they don't win as much money, they believe the Rams are going to win. Go back to championship game night when they set this line. They installed the Rams as favorites. They think the Rams are the better team. And now they're desperately going to need the Rams. And most books. I just went through better acts, and he's making these million-dollar bets. I'm just talking about overall. Fascinating to me. Fascinating. Let's squeeze in Jimmy Antioch uh, before we get to John Murray out in Vegas. Jim, what's on your mind? Yeah, um, I found, I'm, a, I'm a Husker fan. I found Rex Burkhead's odds. But do you have a site where I could uh, put MVP odds on and Dominican Sue? And what would those odds be if you know? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you uh, offline. I don't like to give all the free promotion for the different offshores that aren't spending any money here at the score. Um, I did see Sue. Let me, I'll just share my thoughts on Sue as long as we're talking about it. Now, if the Patriots win for the MVP, I get if you want to take a shot on Burkhead. But listen, Tom Brady's getting that MVP because most likely they're going to score at least 30 points and they're going to give it to the quarterback that's going to be known as the best quarterback of all time. So I think it's a waste of money if you bet on anybody, unless it's an extreme long shot. 
Go back to a couple of years ago. James White scores three touchdowns. You have the big comeback. He scored a big two-point conversion. He was 100-1, to and James White couldn't get the MVP. Patriots win. It's going to Brady. He usually goes to quarterback anyways. Nine of the last 12 Super Bowl winners have been quarterbacks. Now, once in a while, it goes to a defensive player. So if you want to take a shot there, I get it. And Damakang Su. A lot of people talking about Aaron Donald, who is 18 to 1. I don't hate that at all. Because for the Rams to win, they need to get pressure up the gut with the combo of Donald and Sue. Uh, I have seen Sue, because I was actually talking about it with Dustin Rhodes earlier this week. I've seen him in that 70 to 75 to 1 range. It's pretty good. Here's your issue. This isn't something that just pops up in the box score. It's not a stat. You're relying on a group of voters to say that Ndamukong Sue is the MVP. A lot of people hate Sue. They do. So when you have that knock, I don't know. I think it's going to be tough to win. But if you want to take a shot at 70 to 1, I'm with you 100%. I get that. Here's my long shot on the Rams. Bet I've placed. Akib Talib 100 to 1. It's a, it's a shot in dark, but I've got to do it. Here's why. Now, first off, is Jared Goff a lock if the Rams win? No, he isn't. He's not. I think he's a good bet, but he's not a lock. Keep Tlaib missed weeks 4-12 to 12 this season. When Tlaib was not on the field, this Rams defense allowed 30.8 points per game, 401 yards per game, opposing quarterback rating of 111.6. When Tlaib was on the field, beginning of the regular season, back end of the regular season, not 31 points per game, 18 points per game. Not 401 yards per game, 312 yards per game. And opposing quarterback rating of 78.4. If you're looking for an MVP, those are tough to hit. And I don't love all the props where you have 10, 15 different options to hit. But hey, you have huge odds here. I've taken a shot on Aqib Tlaib. So those are my thoughts. Um, I understand where you're coming from with Sue because he'd probably have to have a pretty good game for the Rams to win. But I, but human element, I just don't see the voters coming through and voting for him. So that's intriguing. But that's a good name, Jim. I like where your uh, thought process is right there. Mention, bunch of guests coming up. Bunch of guests. Early out, Sports Radio 670, the score. Keep your thoughts rolling on all the different betting angles at 67011. Tweet me at Joe0670. Next, we check in with the director of the Sportsbook USA out in Las Vegas. His name's John Murray. Joe Ostrowski with you. Early odds on the score. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Joe Ostrowski with you. Early odds. Usually Saturdays, 830 to 9 a.m. We did have an episode yesterday, but a special version, a three-hour version here on Sports Radio 670, The Score. This hour on The Score brought to you by Menards. Save big money at Menards. A lot of people checking in via the text line at 67011, <laughs> their, their thoughts on the game. Yeah, there are a few places that do have the Patriots minus two. Um, I mentioned New England minus two and a half. That is the consensus. That's where it is at most books offshore and most books out in Vegas as well. Um, and I think that's where it's going to end up closing. They've made this decision. They're starting to draw in some Rams money. They're getting Rams money line money out there. And the problem is, and I'll talk about this with John Murray in just a moment, you go to three, 
And then on the biggest sports betting day of the year, you get a, there's an opportunity where you're just going to have to refund a lot of people. And that's the absolute last thing they, that they really want to do. And somebody was texting here, this is ridiculous. I can't believe it. They're having his daughter's volleyball tournament from 3 to 8 today. My guy Lawrence Holmes is on this every single year, and he's dead on it. First off, tomorrow should be a holiday, right? I mean, everybody's going to be drunk and be partying late. Uh, the game kicks off around 5.30. How long is the game going to go? I have no idea. You throw in all the commercials, throw in the halftime show, especially if it's a good game. You're going to be somewhere till what, 10, 10.30? You, you want to leave early? Come on. I think it's going to be a, a really close game. But it's been a tough choice for me as far as picking a side. All right, let's go out to Las Vegas. He's the director at Sportsbook USA. They, they had a big feature on ESPN. I don't know if you guys saw it this week. John was a part of this. His name is John Murray. Follow him on Twitter at Vegas Murray. John, when you opened the Rams as the favorite after the championship games a couple of weeks ago, did you realize it would be this heavy Patriots? No, I think we might have misjudged a little bit just how aggressively everybody was going to bet the Patriots right away. Um, you know, the, the Patriots, it's not like they blew out the Kansas City Chiefs. They probably lose that game if there had been, or if the coin toss had gone the other way at the beginning of overtime. So uh, we were a little surprised that everybody was that aggressively backing New England. And we think that the Rams are maybe a little bit better than New England or at worst equal to New England. So, you know, I think with the line being as high as it's gotten all the way up to minus three in some spots, the value has really shifted over to the Rams here. Since the market forced you to make that move uh, mm-hmm. back a couple of weeks ago on that Sunday night, what has happened since? It's still mostly New England money, and we finally got a little bit of uh, some bigger bets to come in on the Rams yesterday. But it's still mostly New England. About 75% of the tickets here are on the Patriots. And, you know, As we're sitting here right now, we, we definitely want the Rams fairly big in this game. Are you getting more action on the sides in total or props? Well, we've, we've always write a little bit more money on props. Uh, we've written close to $2 million already on props, which is very good. So we're very happy with the prop handle. And ultimately, when the, when the bosses upstairs ask me what to root for on Sunday, they want me to give them the name of a team because that's simple to understand. But what we really are going to be rooting for here at the Superbook is a boring game, a game where just not a lot of stuff happens. Because when it's a really boring game like Denver-Carolina was, we clean up on the prop bets. And when you have a game like last year when there was 1,100 total yards and I think 74 points, we do not do well on the prop bets. So we, we want the game to just be kind of boring, and, and we'd prefer if the Rams won. So this is a situation where typically the sharp bettors going no, they're going under on all the prop bets that you guys have posted over at the Superbook. You're rooting for the sharps, right? Oh, absolutely. But most of the bets we took on that Thursday night when we first opened up the prop bets are bets that we're actually going to need by the time the game kicks off. The public bets on things to happen. That's the simplest way to put it. They bet on Gronkowski to score a touchdown, Julian Edelman to score a touchdown. They bet on there will be a two-point conversion. There will be a safety. The game will go to overtime. They like to bet on things that will happen. I can tell you I'm looking at right now, will there be a lead change in the fourth quarter? The yes is plus 210. The no is minus 260. We've got 113 bets on the yes and zero on the no right now <laughs> as we record this on Friday. How about this one? Will there be a two-point conversion attempt? Yes is even money. No is minus 120. 
got 192 tickets on the yes, four on the no. People like to bet on things to happen. So if nothing happens, we'll do very, very well. You guys are hoping for the nose. Guilty on the two-point attempt one, by the way. I bet that one, so I guess I'm uh, square <laughs> as far no, as this goes. I don't know about goes. that. I mean, I just it makes sense, especially yeah. with the, with modern football being the way that it is. You have to think that there probably will be a two-point conversion attempt. Uh, just the way these games are going nowadays. This is a good one, too. A defensive or special teams touchdown. This one's always very popular with the public. Right now, yes, plus 190, no, minus 240. 113 bets on the yes. Not one brave soul has bet the no yet, Joe. Wow. Zero bets on the no. Not one person yet. So we, Now, that's going to all change. We're very lopsided on a lot of these props right now. and the, the props have such a big impact on our bottom line on Super Bowl Sunday. All right. Which props were hit hard by Sharps and by the public? Yeah. Well, the public ones would be some of the ones I just mentioned. Also, Gronkowski touchdown has been very popular with the public. So is Julian Edelman touchdown. As far as the sharper players, I can tell you one that's gotten a lot of sharp action is kickoff returns. Guys are betting under six kickoff returns, under five and a half kickoff returns. Now we're at five and a half under minus 160. That's one that's been very popular with some of our sharper players. They also bet James White over receptions. We saw that number get pushed up from four and a half all the way up to six, which is a big jump in that prop. And it makes sense. I can see where they're coming from there, just knowing – Brady likes to check down to his running backs, especially James White. I've been saying for weeks, Brady doesn't seem to have much left in his arm. The only person that didn't seem to understand that was Kansas City defensive coordinator Bob Sutton, who had all of his defensive backs playing 30 yards off the line of scrimmage. But if Wade Phillips has any sense, he'll be trying to take away those short throws from Brady. Any props you think are a good bet? That I think are a good bet? Oh, gosh, that's a tough question. Uh <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think the kickoff returns one makes sense, so I'll say that uh, I'll side with with the wise guys on that one. Other than that, I mean, a lot of sharp guys betting Brady over stuff, over completions, over yards, because I do like the Rams in this game. I have to say that makes sense to me because, in theory, New England would be trailing and Brady would have to throw the ball, and especially that over completions one. Brady likes to go for some shorter throws out of the backfield, or even check down throws to Gronk or Edelman. So I could definitely see him racking up a lot of completions in this game. You've got the early odds Super Bowl special. Joe Ostrowski here with John Murray, the Sportsbook USA director out there in Las Vegas. And, John, you just mentioned that you like the Rams. Are we we at a point right now where you're most likely going to close two and a half so you don't get sided at a three? Let me clarify one thing. I like the Rams at plus three, minus 110. I actually I played that last week here in Las Vegas for myself. I thought at plus three, minus 110, the Rams were good value because I think these two teams are basically dead even. I wouldn't be surprised if New England wins this game at all. I just think that at plus three, the Rams were a pretty good value bet. I actually think the number is going to close closer to one or one and a half, though, because I think that the money on the Rams is going to come in we had one of our sharper guys take the Rams and the Rams money line here yesterday. So I do think this number is going to close closer to pick them. Let's call it Patriots minus one and a half. Have you heard through the grapevine out there that the books that are sitting at three are getting hit harder with sharper money? I'm guessing that, they, that they've got a really big liability on New England and they're not as comfortable with it as we are. And that's why I see some other books that are dealing the game right now at minus three even money. I mean, one thing that we've got in our favor here is we have a huge win on New England in the future pool, the Super Bowl future pool. 
even if New England were to blow out the Rams, we would lose a lot of money on the game itself, on the side bet, but we would actually be covered in our future book, so we would come out a little bit ahead overall on the Patriots. That's why we don't really need to panic the number up at all, because we've got such a nice head start from those future bets. With all the different options, I'm assuming, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm assuming that you guys you typically clean up on the MVP. Uh, is there a result that yeah. you're looking at right now where it would hurt you if a certain player was named MVP? Yeah, Todd Gurley is one uh, is the first one that comes to mind. He he's been bet down from sixteen to one to eighteen. Or I'm sorry, to eight to one. Excuse me. And he's our worst case scenario. Rob Gronkowski is another one. It's a lot of tickets on Gronk. He's down to thirty to one from forty to one. But let me tell you this: if it's not one of the two quarterbacks, if it's not Brady and it's not Goff, that probably means that it was a pretty low scoring game, generally speaking. And if it's a low scoring game, we'll probably do so well everywhere else that we won't mind taking a hit in the MVP future book. Like I can tell you guys three years ago, Von Miller won the MVP. He was 40 to one. Oh, we lost a lot on the MVP pool, but because it was such a low scoring game that a defensive player was able to win, we did great overall. So we'd be happy to take a loss on say Aaron Donald and clean up everywhere else. All right. What do you think is the key to this game for both sides? Well, uh, for the Rams, it would be to not be like Kansas city and, play all your DBs 30 yards off the field. Yeah, that's I mean, really, really all New England was doing was if, if the safety went with Gronk, they threw to Edelman. If the safety went with Edelman, they threw to Gronk. It shouldn't have been that hard to figure out. But they've been doing it for years, and no one's figured it out yet. So I guess it, maybe it is hard. But the Rams need to run the ball. They need to do what they did against the Cowboys. Cowboys got a good dose of C.J. Anderson and Todd Gurley in that game. They were able to keep Dallas's offense on the sidelines. In this case, be even more important to keep Brady and the Patriots offense on the sidelines. And the Rams need to stay aggressive, man. No more kicking field goals on fourth and inches like he like McVay did in the NFC championship game. I know he got away with it because of an egregious non call pass interference. But if they get down inside the one yard line again, they need to go for the touchdown. John, Bears fans here in Chicago are praying that Robbie Gold returns in free agency. I keep trying to tell him kicking is for losers anyways. It doesn't matter. It is for losers, but... Uh, you need a big kick at some point. <laughs> sometimes you need your kicker to come through. Uh, Cody Parkey, uh, oh my gosh, that was unfortunate. But you know, if Matt Nagy had called the timeout after Philadelphia got that first and goal, Chicago would have had another, what, 30 seconds on that last drive? And they probably would have been able to get closer or maybe even scored a touchdown. So it wasn't all on Cody Parkey's shoulders there, but... I don't understand why Nagy and the Bears organization didn't move on from Parkey earlier in the year. Thank you. Evident that he wasn't any good. Yeah, he shouldn't have had the opportunity to miss his right. 11th kick of the year. And, oh, and I agree. You're talking my language there because the Parkey stuff, it's created so much cover for Nagy, who, great turnaround for the Bears, but where was the innovation, especially in the first half? His offense, the great mastermind, was held to one touchdown <laughs> in that game. Yeah, well... Chicago is a team I'll be very curious to see them next year because they've lost Vic Fangio. Uh, you know, for all the credit Nagy got this season, and I do think he did a very good job. Yes. At the end of the day, the Bears won because of that defense. So let's see how they look next year without Vic Fangio. Another year of Trubisky. Matt Nagy, very questionable in some end-of-game situations, particularly the wild-card game, and then, of course, that opening night game against Green Bay. I thought Nagy really botched some end-of-game situations there. So I like him, and I think he's a good coach, but he's got a lot to learn, too.
John, thanks for coming on early odds. I know it's a busy day over there at the Superbook. Yeah, anytime, man. Thanks for having me on. John Murray, the director over at the Superbook USA out in Vegas, featured on ESPN this week. Uh, John, excellent dude. I hope you were taking some notes there. Did you catch that in the middle? Talking about the sharp betters, what they're on. Under kickoff returns. Now think about that. We're not talking about kickoffs. It's also you receive it and you take it out. Five and a half seems, it was six, he said. Five and a half seems high to me. In this day and age, Greg, the leg out there? Six returns is what you need to lose right now? I don't know. I think that's a pretty good bet. The over James White, people bet over James White every single week. They do it in the divisional round, the wild card round, too, because Brady leans on him so much in the short passing game. I'll tell you, there's some sharp bettors that I saw on Twitter that are looking the other way because the public is so heavy on the over James White receptions of six. I saw Rufus Peabody was on that, and Eli, you were saying Chad Millman over at the Action Network, he's on the under two. I'm not betting the under, but if I bet it, I'll, I'll go over, but I'm not sure that I'm going to do that. And he mentioned Von Miller. <laughs> they got hit hard with 40-1. to 1. Aaron Donald's a shot there. He's a decent shot. Um, I was asking for some people to let us know what they're interested in or what they're betting on. Some text rolling in at 67011. 630 texter says, just flew back from Vegas this morning, driving home from the airport now, pulled off to text. Placed four prop bets. First three he really likes. Or she. Over one fumble loss. Possible. I could see it. Over one interception. Brady and Goff over one interception. Could Goff melt down? Sure, he could. He could throw over one by himself. And more points scored in the second half in OT. That's my favorite prop bet. It is. Earlier in the week, you could get it at minus 120, so you weren't paying a ton of juice. That is my favorite prop bet number one. I'll go more in depth on it later, too. So, And it's not just an overreaction to what we just saw two weeks ago in the AFC title games. I mean, this happens in the Super Bowl. Most years, teams are feeling each other out, moving along slow. Patriots, eight Super Bowls. They scored a total of three points in the first quarter. An amazing statistic. And one of these teams is probably going to be desperate in the second half. Offenses are going to open it up. Defenses start to wear down. I think the second half, and you also get the overtime. It's not just the second half. If it goes to OT, you get the OT. I think more points in the second half for sure. And if you don't want to place that juice, you don't want to make that bet before the game, wait until halftime. Take a look at how it's going. Is it a low-scoring first half? Bet on the over in the second half. I'll probably do that too. 708 texture. Hey, Joe. Um, I'm looking at Tlaib interception at plus 430. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned Tlaib as a possible long shot. Parlay the interceptions with the MVP? It's hard It's hard with Goff MVP. It's hard to uh, predict an interception. That's tough. I like Tlaib, though. I'm going to take a shot on the MVP. Here's one I do like. I did give this out, and I wrote about it in The Athletic. Romo predicts a touchdown paying 2-1. to one. I mean... We had that study in the Wall Street Journal earlier this week. I believe they said 66-67% of his predictions throughout the entire season happened. And then we're coming off the AFC Championship game. That was one of the main stories about Roma was saying everything that the Patriots were going to do. So with this total, you think six, seven touchdowns are going to be scored? Need it once. Need it once. Be careful with the language, how your book puts it, right? You don't want them to to be in a position where they can get out of that one. That's a little bit tough. But 
Yeah, I like the bet. If it's, okay, watch Gronk over the middle. This is going to be a run to Sony Michelle. Stuff like that. If you trust that they would pay that, then I would take a look at that. Because I think Romo's going to predict at least one touchdown to the 6-7. Who knows? This is a game that could have over 70 points. So it could even be a lot more than that. You've got early odds. Joe Ostrowski with you. Sports Radio 670, the score. And if you aren't able to hang with us for all three hours, as soon as this show is over, all three hours will be podcasted on 670thescore.com or just search early odds. Coming up next, we'll go back out to Las Vegas, check in with my friend Kelly Stewart, known as Kelly in Vegas. She has a lot of intel on what people are thinking and some of her favorite props for today. That's next, early odds on the score. The bottom of the hour on the score is brought to you by the Chicago Wolves. Looking to take the family or friends out to a game. Try Chicago Wolves fan four-pack. Four tickets, four Vienna beef, hot dogs, four drinks, popcorn, all at one low price, and enjoy free parking this season courtesy of Kia. Visit ChicagoWolves.com for ticket information. You've got the three-hour Super Bowl special of Early Odds. Joe Ostrowski with you. You can catch Early Odds every Saturday morning, 8.30 to 9 a.m. Before we go out to Vegas and check in with Kelly Stewart, uh, interesting text I just got, right? It's one of these novelty props, the ones we talk about. They're fun. The anthem. The anthem. Eli, you betting the anthem? Everybody, see, that's the, I think that's the best bet. I know a lot of people do the coin toss, and I'm not a coin toss better. People thought I was making fun of them this week. I was not. It's just funny to me that the prop that draws the most amount of action every single year, five-figure bets are coming in on the coin toss. People are betting heads. The house needs tails. Just cracks me up. But the anthem, see, I think that's the best pregame bet. It's always fun to me. It's different. It's the only time of the year you're timing the anthem, trying to figure it out. What's happening? Uh, Texter says, anthem at his local book is 115 and a half seconds, nearly two minutes. Your thoughts? Gladys Knight, the singer of the national anthem. (laughs) Eli, we were talking earlier this week. Who did you think was singing? What did you call her? Oh, Oh, man. I can't even. I don't think I can even admit this. I can't. Say it. I can't, Joe. I can't. What do you mean? I'll say it if you don't. You say it. Go ahead. I forgot. What is it? Gladys? Gladys? Yes. Okay. Oh, that's what I said. Gladys Knight. There it is. No idea who she is, right? No idea? Absolutely none. Legend. Legend. He said Gladys. (laughs) It's Gladys. Okay. As far as the bet goes, sharp money on the under. Sharp money on the under for the anthem. Especially 115 and a half seconds. You're not going to find that in most places. Um, she, You do a quick YouTube search, and you'll see from 1991. Now, this is a long time ago. She's 74 now, so maybe it'll take a little longer. Maybe she'll drag it out in Atlanta. Possibly. 1991, she was timed at 1 minute and 32 seconds. And this guy, at his book, has almost two minutes. You got to go under. Short money on the under. <laughs> a bunch of people text me and say, I hammered it at 112 seconds on the under. I hammered it. This is what makes the Super Bowl so great. Not only are you hanging out with your family, your friends, food everywhere, betting going on all day, all sorts of stuff. Betting and halftime for people that don't even care about the game. You know, what's Maroon 5's first song going to be? What's he going to wear? Is he going to take his shirt off? Oh, it's great. 
And by the way, I have some intel on the very first song by Maroon 5. But first, let's go to Vegas. Kelly Stewart, follow her on Twitter, at Kelly in Vegas. Find her work, Wager Talk, and CBS Sports HQ. Kelly, why won't they just make life easy on us and move this damn thing to three already? <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I was sitting at the Westgate yesterday, and I go, John Murray, can I just get a sleeping three? And he goes, no, we're not going to get to three. And I'm like, no way. he goes, we need multiple six-figure bets to get to three. I'm like, you are kidding me. So I'm not happy about it. I know the wind moved to two. So I have a feeling other people are going to be following suit. Yeah, I'm really annoyed by it. I spoke to Murray, too, and they're going to close probably two and a half, aside from some of the public books. So all the action early on, Patriots, 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 and it sounds like that's continued. You talk to a lot of sharp bettors. You're involved, everybody in the community, always checking in on people. I know this. Uh, what are they doing? Are they on the ramps? Because it feels like some of the people that I trust are going L.A. You know, a lot of people I trust are going to L.A., and everybody was sitting around waiting for a three to happen. And then when it's not happening, you know, do you just stay off the game completely? That's the problem. I know there are a couple shops that are three minus 120 here in Vegas, but I'm not, well, A, I'm not allowed to bet at two of them. So it doesn't really help me out at all. (laughs) But also, I don't really know if I want to lay 120 either. I know a ton of sharp guys that played past Moneyline when the line was plus one, they got plus 105 on it. And I know a ton of people who, are waiting for a three, hoping they can middle this game. Uh, a couple of bookmakers I spoke with, interesting enough, this was on Monday, so things obviously subject to change throughout the week, but they said they would be perfectly happy with the Patriots winning by one or two. That is how heavy they are on Patriots minus two and a half, and then people not playing, waiting for the three on the Rams, but playing Rams money line. If people are going to go Rams money line, would you suggest just betting Jared Goff MVP? See, and then you're getting two for one because it's almost insinuated. But you know who I bet for him? I bet Aaron Donald, 25 to one. He's now come down, I think, 20 to one and 18 to one in a couple of shops here in town. And the reasoning behind that, A, we all know I love the long shots. But two, the year that the Broncos defense was able to win that Super Bowl over the Panthers, Vaughn Miller got named MVP, paid great, great. I believe it was like 35 to one, 40 to one he paid. And Here's Aaron Donald, one of the best defensive players in the league. And I think if the Rams are going to win this game, it's not going to be because of Jared Goff. It's going to be because of that defense. Bingo. That's the concern for me. Because Donald has to have a great game for the Rams to win. However, they're probably going to have to score 30 points. And if they score 30 points, they're just going to hand it to Jared Goff. That's my worry. Yeah, absolutely. And that's definitely why he's 2-1. to one. Let's be honest. You're going to get Jared Goff at 2-1 to one because if the Rams win, he should win MVP. Todd Gurley is tough in the situation. I don't see Todd Gurley winning MVP necessarily. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you like Rams money line, I think it's worth a shot at Jared Goff at 2-1. to one. What do you think about Tlaib 100-1? to one? Well, my thoughts on Tlaib are kind of biased. He went to KU, so I didn't really like him in college. Then the Broncos pick him up, and I'm like, okay, fine. Like, I'll take my side. Then he goes and rips off chains and kind of, you know, shoots himself. What else did he do? I mean, it was like Come on, is the circus going to end with Tlaib? And, and maybe he's he's uh, grown up since he's been in L.A. But 100-1, to one, I mean, he easily could get an interception in this game. He's done it before. We've seen him uh, really play to the level we know he can play at. But at 100-1, to one, I feel like there 
is some absolute value there, but I just cannot see him winning MVP. He's too much of a villain. You've got the early odds Super Bowl special. My name is Joe Ostrowski, along with Kelly in Vegas joining me out from the desert of Wager Talk and CBS Sports HQ. Uh, Kelly, you mentioned you love the long shots. Give me some props, some long shots you got down on. Well, so some of the props, I just did a show with Murray yesterday, and one of the fun things about doing that Kelly in Vegas show with him is that I get to know who all the sharp guys played. And, and during college football, it was absolutely money. It was a great show, and, and everybody's really happy. So everybody asked me to get together with Murray and do a prop show. So I bet everything on the prop show. So coincidentally enough, we kind of just spoke about um, what, how do we think the game's going to play out. And I do not see this being a big rushing game for the Patriots. Everybody says, well, why not? That's exactly how they beat the Chargers. That's exactly how they beat the Chiefs. Well, yeah, we know Belichick. He's a wizard of sorts. He's not going to do what you think he's going to do. So if we think he's going to run the ball a ton, he's not going to. So we took James White over six receptions, Tom Brady over 300-and-a-half passing yards, Tom Brady over 25-and-a-half completions. Those are a couple that I like. I'm such a degenerate. You were making fun of somebody last night on Twitter about the coin flip. I love to bet the coin flip. (laughs) Why? Because it's fun. It's minus 102, 103, depending on where you bet it. It's just stupid to win a bet right out of the gate. It gives you something to cheer for because usually I don't have any money wagered on the side or total. As you know, the lines are always super sharp in these games. NFL is sharp enough to begin with. Um, So I always like to bet prop bets and stuff like that. Wait, the house house needs tails. Did you go tails? The house, of course, needs tails. It's four to one every single time. And no, it's four to one the last five times. No, I bet the heads. Uh, I always bet heads. It's like when you go to a roulette table and you always bet black or red. I always bet black and I always bet heads. Um, I actually have a coin flip app on my phone that when I drink oh with God. a couple of my Chicago buddies, we always love to uh, have $100 coin flips. And the coin flip app is the best. It is the ultimate degenerate tool. Did you mess around with any novelty props? So, you know, I did not because a lot of what you have to do is offshore, and I do not have an offshore account to be able to bet stuff like that. Um, I did hear that Gladys Knight, there is some extensive research that she's going to go under based on the last time she sang the National Anthem, I guess, was in the 90s. She did it in something like a minute and 28 seconds, so significantly under. Uh, you know, I've also got a buddy, uh, I will leave him nameless, that is friends with Tony Romo. And I'm like, hey, do you think we could get Tony to wear, like, a really ugly colored tie so that we could get, you know, some big-time plus money? And he goes, you know, I don't know. But any kind of inside information like well can you at least ask him what color tie he's gonna wear i'm sure somebody picks out his wardrobe for him and he can text you hey i'm gonna wear a pink tie today uh would be really significant or get him to say goat or hot lana i mean there's some hilarious uh offshore prop bets i did not get involved with any of them but if i can get some inside information i'm definitely tweeting it yeah i heard there was sharp money on the gladys knight under anthem and i'm on the Romo saying, here we go, over two and a half. Because I think that's going to happen on one drive. One drive. That is a great one. If it's a close game, that's going to happen like ten times. That's the benefit of being able to have an offshore account, is that you can bet some of the fun ones that those guys put out. I mean, they're just the color of the Gatorade. Someone had tweeted, I think it was Todd Gurley last night, that Jared Goff's favorite Gatorade is the ice one, which I'm assuming is like clear or white. He said said ice punch. So I did a Google image search, and it's, it is clear. You're right. Okay. That's what I thought. So that's something interesting. I mean, so then you have to assume the Rams win, so it's their Gatorade that gets dumped. 
you know, it, it, it kind of depends. <laughs> or who knows? Todd Gurley's just trolling us on, as you saw he did during the press conference. Uh, after the Packers game, he doesn't care. So I could see him totally lying and, uh, you know, making it seem like he knows. And then next thing you know, the Gatorade's red. Kelly, good luck today. Thank you. I need all the luck I could possibly get. That's Kelly Stewart, known on Twitter as Kelly in Vegas. Find her work, wagertalk.com and CBS Sports HQ. She knows what she's talking about. She's getting down a lot of bets out there in Vegas today. And Super Bowl coverage on the score is presented by Sprint. Sprint. A brighter future for all. Joe Ostrowski with you. A three-hour version of Early Odds. We have two more hours to go. A lot of fun planned. A lot of opinions coming your way. I still have to go over all of my prop bets, uh, so we'll be doing that. 1020, Jason Symbol, bookmaker over at CG Technology, will join me. 1040, you don't know what food to bring to the Super Bowl party you're attending? Well, the I'm Fat podcast will be in studio. Rick Camp and Jay Zawoski and Eli's just shaking his head. 11 o'clock, Shane Irving will join me. Uh, 11.20, Dustin Rhodes from the Mully and Haw Show. He's got some hot takes and some props. Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Casino out in Vegas. Another bookmaker. He'll wrap up the show at 11.40. But next, of the Action Network, this is a wild man. Yeah, Shane Irving. Why do we put all the crazy people at the top of the hour? <laughs> Shane Irving at 11. He's out of his mind. Uh, so is Blackjack Fletcher, but I love him. He's over at the Action Network, and I think I have an idea what he's doing on the game, but I really want to hear about all of his prop bets. I think I, think I have an idea, and it's, it's opposite of what we've been talking about a lot this morning. Joe Ostrowski with you. You've got 670 to score. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.